Hi there, and welcome to the Homestead Education Podcast. Do you have a homestead, farm, or just dream of a rural life? This is a show to help you and your kids grow your own food and grow as a person. I'm your host, Cody Hanner. I'm a homesteader, homeschool mama six, and small town enthusiast. I was raised by an old school rancher and blessed by the grace of God to have been exposed to so much of what rural life has to offer. Join me every week to talk about homesteading, homeschooling, and growth with a homestead education. The first homesteaders in the 1800s were faced with often insurmountable challenges. Their inexperience caused multiple setbacks. Through hard work, perseverance, and quality of character, some thrived, leading to the expansion of the American West. Hi, and welcome to the Homestead Education Podcast. Usually, this is where I would talk about my week a little, and I'd actually planned on telling you about our weekend. However, our weekend ended up strongly affecting this week's episode. I already knew that this episode was going to be about homestead character, but hadn't written anything yet. Then I had something happen that really reminded me why I believe this topic is so important, making it where my chat tied in nicely with my topic for this week. A while back, I wrote a blog post called A Small Town Farewell. Fair. A Small Town Farewell. That spoke of greetings and goodbyes amongst those of us that live in small towns. It's a great story that tells how our community was really there for us in one of our hardest times. I'll link it in the show notes because I think that positives of this topic hugely outweighs any negatives that really drive in the point of having a quality character. This led me to really think about the character traits that I feel like embody what I consider to be homestead character. I have added it to my curriculums and I preach it in my content online because even though I strongly encourage the building of hard skills, homesteading isn't just about whether or not you have the ability to grow a tomato. And these thoughts don't come from a soapbox idea that if you want a homestead, you have to have these character traits. This comes from years of working in agriculture, following homesteaders online, attending homestead events, and living and homesteading in a like-minded community. Now back to what I was saying about my events of the weekend. My kids are very active in 4-H. This is an amazing program that I joined when I was eight years old and continued in until I had graduated high school. As soon as my kids were old enough to join themselves, we began getting involved again. My husband and I are now leaders of a couple of different groups and look forward to being able to continue this tradition with our younger kids as well. So many times I have seen 4-H to be a catalyst to lifelong success for hardworking kids that are taught to give back to their communities that support them. 4-H teaches kids humane animal practices, record keeping, public speaking, community service, teamwork, accountability, and so many other life skills. And for my homeschooled kids, this is often their socialization time as well. If you have the ability to get your kids in 4-H or to support a local 4-H program, please do so. It's an amazing program. So over the weekend, we had our swine weigh-ins. This is where all the kids that are raising pigs for auction that year bring their pigs into the fairgrounds and get starting weights and show ownership of their animals. This is a well-organized event because it has to be, with as many kids, pigs, and parents running around. Most likely, 
Most people work really well together, and in a small town, we really enjoy the chance to get together for the morning. Moms are drinking coffee in groups chatting, the kids are running around and play after their animals go across the scale. The dads and teenage boys jump into strong-arm unruly pigs. It's a great community effort. Then there are those parents who are entitled, who believe that their kids and animals are the only ones that matter, that everyone there is to serve them, and that the rules that everyone else agrees to and abides by don't apply to them. And in the case of this weekend, when a parent that was asked to wait their turn and pitch in became enraged and verbally violent to volunteers and in front of a ton of kids. Of course, this incident will be handled and not tolerated by our community, but it really made me think about how this personality affects those that embrace what I am calling homestead character. A group of educators came up with with what is called the six pillars of character. Those pillars are trustworthiness, respect, responsibility, fairness, caring, and citizenship. At this point, you're probably thinking, okay, she isn't telling me anything that I'm not already aware of. And I get that. But while writing my recent curriculum, I really had to expand on each of these characteristics. I have been researching, having great conversations with other homesteaders, and doing a lot of deep thinking. I'm a farmer or homesteader, not a psychologist or a pastor who has spent my life devoted to teaching or preaching the idea of quality of character. I have led myself down a few rabbit holes and I'll continue to follow them as I write because I work so hard every day to teach my kids these values, exhibit them myself and surround myself with people that stand by these foundations as well. Trustworthiness. With raising teenagers, One of our most common conversations is on integrity. Our definition of integrity is doing the right thing when no one is looking. Often with teenagers, it's pretty basic. Did you feed everyone the right way when I wasn't there to make sure? Were you helpful with your siblings when I wasn't feeling well? These are conversations that we have with them at home, so when they walk out the door, they exhibit integrity to the rest of the world. When we aren't there to remind them, are they driving safely? Are they being helpful to others? Are they following through on tasks from their boss or coach? I feel like this is something that young people sometimes lack in general. And this isn't me standing on some old lady, or this isn't me sitting on an old lady high horse, because I can think of moments in my younger years that I lacked the integrity that I try to practice now. It's hard to always see it that way too. I'm not going to lie. I've been at the grocery store when there was snow and ice on the ground. I'm tired from shopping with kids. And after I unload my groceries, I have pushed my cart out of the way rather than take it back to the stall. I try to justify it by saying, well, someone else is paid to do that, or it's not safe to walk away from the kids. Really, though, I'm just trying to convince myself that it's okay to lack integrity. And it's not okay. At the end of the day, all you have is your word. And if your word is worthless... What does that say about you? So how does this apply to the homestead? You are working with animals who are completely relying on you. You are canning your crop that if certain rules aren't met, your food will become unsafe. You share fence lines with neighbors who can't risk their young heifers being bred by your bull. It is so important to be someone that you, your family, and your community can trust and rely on. And that really brings me to my next pillar, respect.
Respect is not just for your elders, although you should probably do that. Respect comes in all forms. Respect for yourself, your family, your neighbors, your community, the animals you raise, and the land you live on. When you can be trusted and exhibit integrity, you're showing respect. This really boils down to treating others the way you want to be treated. Use good manners, don't hurt others, and deal with your disagreements peacefully. Many have a hard time with this concept of having respect for themselves. Make sure you are taking care of yourself and present yourself well. Be clean, don't speak poorly about yourself or others. Don't use foul language in company that may not feel comfortable with it. A big one for me when I talk about having respect for yourself is respecting who you really are. On my previous podcast episode, I talked about being confident in your passions. That also means respecting yourself enough to follow those passions. You're disrespecting yourself if you don't allow yourself to be happy. As a homesteader, many of us are raising animals and having respect for those animals and what they're providing for your family is huge. Everyone has different practices when it comes to livestock management, and that's okay. However, abusing and neglecting these animals is not. With that, I have some pretty strong feelings on certain management practices that I feel like can be both abusive and neglectful. I'm not going to go into those at the moment because I don't want the mob showing up on the doorstep, although I might save that for another day. I also believe in respect for the land that you live on and raise your food. Over-harvesting of fields and treat areas can be damaging to your soil or cause erosion. Erosion is the runoff of soil and land from wind and, wind and rain. This is often caused from not having a dense enough root system in the soil. Also, I think there can be a time and place for herbicides or commercial fertilizers, although overuse of them can be very damaging to the water systems and overall ecosystem. Also, having respect for your community and neighbors is so important as a homesteader because these are the people that will be there if you lose infrastructure in a storm, if your kids need a hot meal while you're at the hospital, or simply if you need to borrow a tractor. Be responsible. Responsibility is a necessity and seems to be out of reach for some people. Really though, just do what you're supposed to do. I find if you plan ahead, you're more likely to make sure that all your responsibilities are met. This does require an element of self-control and self-discipline to meet your responsibilities, especially on a homestead. There are so many moving parts and so much that needs to be attended to in order to properly respect what that homestead gives back to you. I do believe that there's a learning curve on a homestead though, where your consequences can often be very detrimental. What matters is whether or not you're responsible enough to learn from those mistakes. Being responsible also means setting a good example. This is showing your kids what hard work and good character looks like. It shows your community how to step up and be there for each other, especially during a time when you cannot always rely on the systems that have been previously put in place to help those in need. Fairness. Yes, I know. Life isn't always fair, and that's not what I'm suggesting. What I am saying is, play by the rules. These rules have been put into place to keep our society functioning. There's rules in different countries and communities. There are also rules that different countries and communities follow. 
many of which are unspoken. And for those of you that grew up in the country, we know that you just don't break those rules. Some are, some of them are simple, like you always wave at a passing vehicle on a back road. Some are the very core of honesty and respect. If you give your word on something, it should be gold that you will follow through. Although, as Thomas Jefferson said, if a law is unjust, a man is not only right to disobey it, he is obligated to do so. So keep that in mind as well and use it as you see fit. Caring. This one is just downright important. Be kind, forgive, and help those in need. These character traits can show up in so many ways. Often when someone hears this, they only picture like helping out at the food banks or homeless shelters. This is just one piece of how you can be there for your community. For example, my husband volunteers for our local volunteer fire department. These guys are there for everything in our community. From shoveling roofs in the winter to sandbags on the river in the spring, it's not just about fires and medical aid, but they're there for that as well. As I mentioned before, I'm a volunteer 4-H leader. I put so much of my time into helping these kids raise their animals and showing them at fair. This is building character in our next generation. Our community that we live in is also there for each other in a way that I have never seen before. Every time there is someone in need, I can guarantee that someone else will step up. I have been to so many barbecues, spaghetti feeds, and potlucks to raise money for something where I live. And I'm not saying that I haven't seen it in other communities I've been a part of. But where I'm currently at in North Idaho is hands down amazing. Medical bills? Let's do a fundraiser. Your business is struggling? Let's do a fundraiser. And it's so great because it's not just someone asking for money all the time. They get that there just isn't money to hand out. People are so happy with donated foods and services here. It's so special. I just hope that the rest of our country is like this. And if it's not, fix it in your community. Be the change. Be the person who cares for someone else. Why do my husband and I volunteer and donate wherever we can? Because it's just the right thing to do. It's how we say thank you for the times our community has been there for us. Citizenship. Okay, so I might have just kind of covered citizenship when I said to volunteer and do your share. That's okay, though, because it all it does is bring home my point that each of these pillars of character are completely tied together. It's almost impossible to exhibit one of these characters and not at, at least be touching on the rest of them. However, make sure that you continue to be a part of your community. Constantly try to make your community better. Stay involved and stay informed. Vote every opportunity you get. This is your community. Now, I'm sure there's many reasons why I have seen so many homesteaders stand on these principles. There's probably an element of Christian teachings and conservative values, not politically. It could be from long-standing traditions in rural communities. Maybe it's because we have realized that we have to rely on each other so much more in current times. I guess I'd like to think it's a little of all of the above. So as you move through your week, please ask yourself if you're representing the homestead community, or anything else that you're a part of with homestead character. Can you be trusted? Are you being respectful? 
Are your responsibilities to yourself and others being met? Are you being fair? Do you care? And have you been a good citizen? All right, we have covered a lot of mindset lately. So I want to just bring it to light that I also have a lot of really great, I have a lot of really great products on my homestead for keeping your homestead. I have a lot of really great products on my website for keeping your homestead running smoothly. Many of them are free or really low cost PDF printables. And I will link each of them in the show notes. But for example, I have a homestead equipment record, a livestock gestation barn guide, homestead livestock, homestead livestock culling decision chart, animal health guides, and a homestead research journal program. So go ahead and follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Homemade Revelation. I'll link it in the show notes because this week I'll be posting beautiful graphics every day to remind you of the pillars of homestead character. Thank you for joining me today at the Homestead Education, and I hope that I have given you something to think about this week. To help others find me, please comment and leave a review on your favorite podcast player. You can also follow me on Facebook at the Homestead Education and Instagram at Homestead underscore Education. Do you have questions that you would like answered or just want to say hi? Please email me at hello at the homesteadeducation.com. Until next time, keep growing!